Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash r-a-b-r kylejohansson.us That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Bridging Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Preacher Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N-U-S. And now, it's time to talk Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Again, um, this is the same day we recorded the other two um, episodes of our podcast, and Scott is ill. Um, he got himself a flu shot and possibly a COVID uh, booster shot, and is feeling the effects. You know how people sometimes get a little ill when they get a flu shot. So he is not here today. <clears throat> but today we're reviewing Star Wars and or Episode 3, Reckoning. And we've seen in the previous episodes, we're kind of building up to um, this episode here, where uh, Cassian got himself in trouble in the beginning. He's looking for his sister, um, Kara from Canari, where he uh, was originally from. And uh, he killed some guards in the process. Uh, so um, these guards are related to the Empire and they're now um, hunting him down because they've uh, flagged him as a suspect. And he is looking for a way to get off the planet and escape uh, so that he can get away from all this stuff. Uh, you know, and he's, uh, he owes some people some money and stuff like that. So, um, that's that. So let's that, you know, I want to play this spoiler thing here because uh, what we just talked about and everything else we're going to talk about is going to be spoiler worthy. So, you know, if you haven't watched it, please don't listen until you've watched episode three. <clears throat> spoiler alert. Danger. You're about to be spoiled. This is your spoiler alert. We're about to talk candidly and explicitly about some TV shows or movies. If you have not watched them, please fast forward to the appropriate section. You will not be warned again because you will be spoiled. Yeah, you'll be spoiled. So, um, sorry if you uh, listened to the first few seconds there and got spoiled a little bit. Um, please go watch the episode or go watch, listen to our previous uh, two podcasts about the previous episodes as well. So, you're all caught up. 
um, because we don't want you to be spoiled. Um, Anyway, so we don't have any news today, so we're going to get right into the episode. Um, If, Like I said, if in that recap I just did, if you remember, uh, you know, there's lots of tension around Cassian being um, uh, a suspect in a murder that he did commit. Um, so he's trying to get away from all that and hide. <clears throat> and our episode starts with uh, Casa, which is the name they have give him um, from Canari. Apparently he assumes Cassian um, as a different name, so it's not um, associated with Canari. <clears throat> he's exploring the ship alone. Um, his tribe has retreated after the death of their leader. Um, and he's looking at the different things on the ship and he's never seen anything like that. Cause you know, uh, you know, his tribe is pretty primitive and, uh, he sees himself in one of the consoles. And I think personally, that's possibly why he begins to, um, break the ship. Cause he thinks, you know, someone's there or he doesn't like what he sees. Um, you know, so he's a, he's crushing every piece of glass he can find. It looks like um, he's not necessarily destroying the ship. He's he basically breaking the glass on everything, um, so he can't see himself. Um, and we find uh, this is where he meets Marva. Um, Marva and her husband um, she has with him, and uh, um, E two. Uh, are all there and uh, they're they noticed that the uh, ship crashed too and they have masks on because they know there's some sort of uh, you know possible danger um, you know we've seen when Cassian was walking through the ship that there was all kinds of people and they had weird coloring on their face and stuff like something had poisoned them or killed them or something um, and we're to kind of assume that um, this is what devastated the entire planet of Canari, um, not where nobody can travel to this planet. Um, you know, the, the official story is that uh, it was a mining accident that uh, caused the devastation of the entire planet. Um, so, so he's bashing these consoles and Marva and, and her husband are trying to salvage a few things off the ship. And they uh, hear him and uh, try to speak to him. And of course, you know, he's speaking in Canari and they don't understand um, that. Um, and, uh, you know, they try to reason with him and he's, he's pretty upset. And she decides that they're going to uh, basically inject him with something that's going to, you know, put him to sleep or tranquilize him um, so they can take him and, and, you know, get their, items that they want to scavenge or salvage and, and get out of there as quick as possible. Um, and, uh, she knows that the empire is in route. So they're, they're at a, a deadline. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, so on and so on. And, we see that whole scene, and now we're we're back into the present. 
and Cassian's uh, shows up at, at Brasso's work and is looking in the background, kind of, you know, not wanting to be seen, but he wants to uh, talk to Brasso. And uh, and he says that he's going to go, you know, he's got a meeting and he's going to get the money to pay off um, his funds and he's going to uh, leave him with Marva and uh, he's going to find a way to uh, to get off the the planet and pay off his debts. <clears throat> and then he leaves. And then we see um, Bix and Cassian meet up. And uh, she says that uh, uh, this guy, uh, Luthen, has arrived on the planet and uh he will uh be meeting him at this uh spot and she gives off a building name and number um and cassian go disappears and we see bix walking with this guy <clears throat> to the meeting spot um and uh he she's basically reassuring um luthan that uh cassian will be there and he should be there already. Um, and she's pretty confident that for now they don't have, the Empire doesn't have Cassian's picture. But as we know, uh, they actually do because we, we've seen that hologram um, that uh, the Deputy Inspector Searle had. <clears throat> we see the soldiers' uh, ships touch down in the city um, and they begin to s split up and. Uh, you know, get their positions. Um, one group of them arrives at Marva's uh, home to find Cassian. He's obviously not there. They start tearing the place up, turning upside down and asking her to tell them where he's at. And they find another uh, resident. It happens to be uh, B2 EMO. And um, we hear uh, Cassian using his communicator talking to the droid, and they can hear what he's saying. And Cassian's basically um, giving them information that they they need. And he gives away his position and compromises uh, Marva, too. They uh, immediately start tracking the signal. Um, with a signal tracker, and they find him uh, and, and are locked in. Uh, and uh, we see, um, you know, that Cassian is, has got this meeting with uh, Luthen. Um, and And he's meeting with him, and we see a flash of uh, Bix um, finding out the uh, Empire's task force is, is on planet. Um, and she, she tries to go um, head towards the building that she knows he's at to warn him, um, but it's, it's too late. Um, 
Tim gets involved and tells her that Cassian can handle himself. Um, and this is what uh, is enough to get Bix to realize that that um, Tim's the one that portrayed um, Cassian and put in the tip uh, of where his location is. Um, so we're at the meeting and uh, Cassian's negotiating with um, uh, the, the guy, uh, Luthen, and he offers another thousand credits to reveal how he got the unit. Um, and, uh, you know, Cassian basically says, well, I snuck on a board. The Empire um, is, is so arrogant that they can't believe that someone would sneak on and, and, and get steal from them and, you know, spit in their food and so on. Um, and, and we hear Luthen prophesize about how um, the Empire's reign will end at some point. And uh, we find out here that Luthen's not really here to buy the unit. He's here to uh, basically find out about more about Cassian and, and, and possibly, you know, recruit him or, you know, uh, force him to enter the rebellion. Um, he, uh, he knows a lot of information about Cassian already. He's done his research. He knows um, too much information, and Cassian gets kind of uh, scared. Um, and there's a, a battle. The soldiers uh, show up, and uh, there's a couple soldiers. Uh, you know, we get the comments about... Um, uh, how Luthen has um, prepared himself uh, for the meeting. He's, uh, you know, ensured his exit and uh, uh, taken care of his entrance. And he blows up the doors um, to the entrance, which, you know, we assume kills a couple of people um, of the guards, but a couple come in and begin firing and, and such. We see, you know, these, these look like big engines or transmissions that are hanging from the ceiling on chains. See a couple of those crash down and fall, and, you know, they shoot a couple of them off to, uh, you know, kind of uh, distract or, um, you know, block some of the guards from firing at them. There's some up in the rafter shooting down. There's some on the ground um, shooting as well. Um, And uh, Luthen's like, hey, uh, you know, after they get, get a little bit of uh, calm, he's like, hey, do you have a, you have a comms unit? What, what is that for? You've been traced. They, they got here too fast. Um, and, uh, you know, Cassian gives up his comm unit and uh, Luthen crushes it on the ground. Uh, and they, Luthen says they need a plan to get out. Unfortunately, they were ambushed. Um, and, it, and, you know, there, there's a, a big battle coming cause they get uh, reinforcements. So there's a big battle, uh, you know, pew, pew, pew. We get the, the laser pistols and all that stuff firing and, you know, uh, more of these transmission slash engines falling and, you know, Cassian is worried about the, the part he came to sell cause 
he still doesn't realize that Luthan is here for more than the part. He doesn't really care about the part. He more more cares about Cassian and recruiting him than anything. Um, so there's a, a couple scenes where we see him going back and forth trying to get that. And he gets, uh, you know, wounded a couple times. Um, he finally decides it's time to make an escape. And uh, Luthan asks him how he plans to do that. And Cassian eventually says, okay, I do this. And this is how we get out. And we go over here. And uh, he knows a guy uh, that has some transport that they can use to get to um, Luthan's ship, that kind of thing. Um, so they go out on the streets, and uh, we see that the, uh, the soldiers find Bix coming to warn Cassian. <clears throat> and they, uh, they, they chain her to a pipe on, on a wall on the building and begin to interrogate her because they seem to know that she knows uh, Cassian. Um, probably because it's in the dossier that she's a known associate. She, she's been in contact with him recently. Um, and uh, Bix's uh, boyfriend um, comes out, uh, Tim comes out and uh, tries to defend her and, and, and stop them from, you know, interrogating and chaining her and, you know, possibly uh, beating her to get information out of her. And they end up shooting him and killing him dead right in front of her. And she, of course, you know, has feelings for him. So she's very upset and very uh, sad. And um, not long after that, <clears throat> uh, we see a scene where Luth Luthan and Cassian are in a garage and there's two, um, two or more modes of transportation there. And he asks uh, Cassian, uh, which one he would choose. And we don't see right away which one he chooses. Um, but in the next scene, we see a uh, shuttle type of uh, transport, um, small transport that comes out and it's all closed in so you can't see inside. And it's coming towards the, the guards and everything and they start firing. Oh, they're excited because pew, 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 this is our guy. Pew, 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 pew. And they shoot it and, uh, you know, it it uh, flips over on top of itself and um, they're all excited. Yeah, we got him. Oh yeah. Let's go up and get there. And um, they stand up there and, you know, start to inspect the ship and it explodes. Boom. And of course we think a couple more um, people are killed and we see a scene where um, the, uh, the deputy is, is looks pretty distraught. He's like, man, I screwed this whole thing up. You know, uh, I've got all these people killed and, you know, still don't have our guy. We've been tricked again. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a little bit of seeing of that and him being distressed and him kind of looking back at, at uh, you know, the explosion and what happened and all that and, and, and such. And then all of a sudden Cassian and Luthan come out on a, a speeder bike and make their escape. Um, they try to fire at him a little bit, but they just, you know, there's not very many of them and they're, they're too fast. And we get scenes where Cassian and Luthan are um, traveling on their speeder bike uh, through the, 
you know, the back parts of the planet to get to his, uh, his ship. Um, and we see some of uh, Bix's friends come in and release her. Um, and she is pretty upset that uh, Tim is dead. She ends up going by his body and crying and, um, and, and so on. Cassian gets basically the better of the deputy. Um, you know, they, they get out and escape. And then we see a scene where, uh, in between here, where Marva is um, leaving Canari with Cassian as a child. Um, and he wakes up and sees what's happening and, um, you know, of course, is amazed. And are we in space? Oh, he's just in shock and awe. Um, and I, I think I think you know the combination of these three episodes here that we've seen, they all kind of build up and set up set us up for what's going to happen the rest of the ep- the rest of the season. So I think now that we've met Luthen and you know Cassian is off world and you know supposedly his debts have been paid, we don't see it for sure or not, but um, we're going to get to see more of the inner workings of what hap- is what happening to build the. Rebellion, um, and obviously Cassian is is a integral part of that from the beginning. Um, and you now we see that uh, Cassian is a pretty smart individual in some respects, um, but he uh, is not. Um, you know, he doesn't have the the most charisma or. Um, biggest personality um so yeah this was this episode was about 46 minutes um as well and it was it was pretty good episode there's a lot of a lot more action uh, more of what we were expecting kind of more of what i was looking for in the beginning of episode one uh and two um but we needed to hear those stories from one and two to kind of build up to this story and find out what's you know our background and our uh you know, meeting of of Cassian and, and Luthan, which you know is apparently one of the uh, first members of the Rebel Alliance or um, leading member. We don't know for sure yet, but I'm sure we'll find out real soon. I'm sure the next couple episodes will have all that information. Um, want you guys to give us. Uh, I'm gonna take a break first, and then we're gonna. Talk about some feedback. And now, a word from our sponsors. Does your bald head take a beating from shaving the sun and all of the things Mother Nature throws your way? Do ladies look at your dry, sunburnt head and cringe? Well, guys, there's a new product out there in the head care market that promises to rock your head. I mean, dome. Looks soft, clean, and touchable, and it's trending number one through social media and on YouTube. Introducing (coughs) Dome Armor. 
It conditions with moisturizers like coconut oil and shea butter, protects with sunscreen up to SPF 45, and enhances your already sexy dome into an irresistible hands-on experience. Keep your head, I mean dome, safe and protected. Get dome armor. Now available in fresh bacon scent. Sure to get the ladies bacon. to come running in fine stores like Walmart and Lowe's. Oh, and for those still struggling with minor hair loss, try Grow Gain. This product will refresh, revitalize, and regrow hair on your dome. That's right, dome armor. And don't forget, I, you know, I should try the Grow Gain, but I've kind of given up. You know, I don't care anymore. I like my hair short, so I, you know, trim the sides and stuff pretty good. But dome armor is good. It it protects you. You don't get sunburned. You don't get, you know, blistering from sunburn or any of that stuff. So let's do this. Feedback. 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 Feedback at All right, feedback. Yeah, there's that email address you can send us feedback to. We also have multiple other ways um, through our website. On the left-hand side, oh, wrong side. Left-hand side of the website, there's a link for feedback. Um, simple form where you can give us your the name you want to be called by and then fill in your feedback and send it off to us through that. Um, that's a Google Docs uh, document. It, Put your information into a spreadsheet. We do not collect anything but the two items that we ask for, the the name um, that you want to be called by and your feedback. Um, we don't get any information on um, your IP address or your email address or any of that stuff. Um, there is a uh, option there where it says you could log in uh, to your account. Um, and that is only if, if you like you're filling out your feedback and you want to save it and finish it later. You log in there and it'll take care of that for you. Um, but yeah, you submit that to us. We have the question of the week, which I believe our question of the week is, um, is Cassian now a part of the Rebel Alliance or is there more that he has to do to um, become a member? Um, we're gonna put that there. So once you answer um, or vote on the uh, question, there'll be some comments a comment section down below that you can fill out comments there. Um, you know, we're on social media. Uh, we have uh, two accounts that you can um, get to. One is called um, at super underscore duper underscore pod. That's where we post everything um, we can about the podcast. And then there's another one called Juan's Cantina, which um, if you listen to episode two, I think that's where we, advertised Juan's Cantina. Um, that's just a made-up uh, sponsor that we have. Um, and so you can you can send us, uh, you can reply to us, send to us feedback through there. Um, we also have uh, our episodes are on video on YouTube, and there's a the comment section there that you can fill out comments there as well. So please send those in. We need to um, Get your feedback so we can have a more dynamic uh, uh, and responsive uh, interaction with you 
on our podcast because um, we uh, would really enjoy lots more discussion um, and debates about different things going on or, you know, being told that we're completely wrong, just whatever it takes. So let us know. Send us some feedback. And again, this week, uh, sorry, uh, Scott is ill this week, so he's not available. We're going to go ahead and end this uh, show. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash rabrkyledrickinson.us. That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at rabr.kailejohansen. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle Jordan Hanson, and this is Andrew Scott. Say goodbye now. Bye bye. Well, hopefully, Scott will be back next week, so look forward to it. And thank you for listening. <laughs>